Hi, I'm Cameron, and I don't just read comics. I love them. Sometimes I watch the movies they're based on. On today's episode of Cameron Reads Comics, my friend Jesse Watson and I are going to be talking about Thor Love and Thunder, one of the latest installments in the MCU. Consider yourself warned. There are going to be complete spoilers for Thor Love and Thunder. Make sure to check out Cameron Reads Comics on Instagram and YouTube. Also, please make sure to leave a five-star rating and review so more people can check out the show. Now, here's your episode. Welcome back to Cameron Reads Comics. I'm Cameron, and I don't just read comics. I love them. And now I'm back with... It's been a long time since... It's been since Doctor Strange since we were in these chairs uh, with my friend, Jesse Watson. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Cameron Miller. Um, I am looking... Oh, my gosh. We're, what are we doing today, buddy? I'm looking at my notes. We, today Talk to me. Today we are talking about Thor... Uh, Love and Thunder. It was my most highly anticipated like Marvel Phase Four movie. Um, and being as we know, Thor Ragnarok was your favorite. How was your hype level going into this film? Uh, it was it was high, man. And the funny thing is, we read a lot of this like source material um, with the like I don't know what you call it. It was Thor, but the, this Thor the, God of Thunder, the, the girl Thor books. Oh, we Jane never, Foster yeah, Thor. It was never, the Mighty Thor. Yeah, the Mighty Thor. Correct. We never actually uh, recorded on them, though. But um, yeah, man, hi- hype was high. I, I, I really like the uh, the new Thor movies with you know the team that they have assembled there. Yeah, no, I feel you. Um, it's so it was high. It was like especially like Taika hit it out of the park. Ragnarok was a great film. The internet's kind of divided on it, but I think it was like exceptional. Um, so where do you think this movie ranks in your Thor films? Oh, uh, one is good. Two is not good. Three is my favorite. Yeah. This one, it's probably under, it's better than, it's better than the first one. Second one, let's just throw it into the garbage. So it's, it's under Ragnarok. For yeah. Sure. It's, so it's a step below Ragnarok. Okay. So one step, how does that rank in the MCU terms? Oh, I don't know. Like higher, not, lo- not we, that high. There's three. Okay. Not there's three high. rankings. There's like fair fair to bad then there's you know fair to good and then there's like great it was good i really enjoyed the movie thoroughly but it was a bit too goofy really okay i wanted to i want to talk to you about that because that's actually goofy. my next question some of the critical reviews were saying it's leaning too into the goofy and not enough into the serious is that where you're coming from yeah, I mean, there was it got serious at the at you know at points in the movie, but like the first half, I, I no don't don't take this the wrong way, listeners. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was, but it was goofy. Like if you expect a goofy time, man, you get it from the get go. Yeah, you're right over there, buddy. Yeah, no, I was fiddling. You have with, a with look. The Cameron has a look of concern on his I face. Like, I was like, you're his brow is so furrowed right now. We're good. We're good. It was just, (laughs) it's just podcasting stuff. Um, but like, yeah, man, like, you know, it is, it was, it was a fun movie. I'll I'll say, put it that way. It's a fun movie. It's super goofy. It, 
should take itself ser- more serious at times. But it's fine. Yeah. yeah I, I think I'm with you. It's For me, this one was like, of all the source material in the Thor films, this is the one where it's like I had read that every every issue that this movie would have been based on. So I read all of the God Butcher stuff. I read all... It's, for those wondering, it's the Jason Aaron Thor run. Um, then I read all the Jane Foster stuff. So, like, what I was expecting versus what I got. Um, and this is just, like, everyone should know going into it, the the movies are never going to be as good as the books. Never. Like, They're going to take parts from it that they want to take. And they yeah. Did. And then they sandwiched them up into like the, I don't think either arc, I don't think Gore or Jane got the attention and the moments that they deserved in this film. That was one of my main critiques. The movie ran about two hours long and I felt like they really could have fit in in another 20 to 30 minutes. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. I was like, like, really? It's one of the like shorter Marvel movies. And I'm like, I just felt like the stakes were not that high. Yeah. Like Gore killing all the gods. Like, I don't know. Like, that's kind of what he was going to do in the comics. He kind of had it in a bomb form, which was going to be like, whoa. And like, I don't know. I just, I'll, I'll, I'll say it right now. My least, we can go into gore. Let's go into gore. But my least favorite part of the film was gore actually, because gore is terrifying. And I think Christian Bale was too like I, in the comics, or at least my perception of it in the comics was you never saw gore smile at all. Yeah, like, and he had like a like a weird sinister playfulness, like with the kids. Yeah, you know where he it was like I'm kind of a psychopath, blah, you know, and you're like, all right, I guess. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like wh- number one, as a father, why would you kidnap the children? You know, what I mean, if if that was your kind of like inciting incident, right? We kidnapped all the children. I'm like, that's I don't, and we all knew they weren't going to be harmed, but because he wasn't going to harm them. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, and like I mean, just watching the trailers too. When I just saw Christian Bale without the gore face, yeah, you know, and I get it. Taika said he didn't want him to look like Voldemort, which he absolutely one hundred percent looks like Voldemort. Yeah, he, and he yeah. said I don't want him to look like Voldemort because then people would have just compared him to Voldemort. But he was just a human dude. Yeah, he was just a human Christian Bale dude. Yeah, <laughs> like really, like Gore's got like tentacles on his head doesn't he or like yeah he so, have, like, so it yeah he like, as an he? alien has has the tentacles and then even with the voldemort thing so the sword it's called the necro sword but in the comics it's also called the all black and it, it's cool because it's you find out it's symbiote based and so like oh yeah that's a whole nother can of worms and so he it like it melds into like so many different shapes and stuff and turns into like all these other weapons. And he wears it as a cloak and stuff. It is like, I think that was the other thing that let me down too, is that I think the all black is like far and away the coolest weapon in the Marvel universe. And I would even say over Mjolnir Mjolnir's cool and Stormbreaker's cool, but freaking all black and the, the name in the necro sword, I don't think all black works as a, as a saying it, in dialogue, yeah, but, but reading it, it sounds cool. Like the all black, right? It's just yeah. the dark sword, like the darkest dark, dark sword. Yeah. That was another thing with me. Like it was funny the way that Thor was like having a relationship with his weapons, but like okay, then yeah. it's not a dog. Stormbreaker's not a dog. He was like it was funny for a minute, yeah. but it was like uh, oh fucking come on. Did you like the Stormbreaker? Like he left Stormbreaker, and there was drama, and he picked up Mjolnir. I thought the way the way Jane was able to wield Mjolnir, amazing, very cool. I I don't remember 
I don't remember her being able to split it into shards. It, yeah. But that was, a, that was awesome. She would swing the hammer. It would split into bullets and then yeah. come back together. It was, it was really cool. Yeah. But, I mean, having the weapons kind of be, like, I don't know, sentient. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, ugh. Like, they're, like, kind of floating around, like, hey, look at me, Dad. And you're like, nah. Yeah, here's your first beer. And then he pours the beer on the hammer. I was like, that's weird. It's weird. And, like, it was goofy. But, you know, I guess now. It, it was funny, but it was just goofy dumb shit. The the thing in the comics that they kind of, like, took away from in the movies, though, like, is that Thor, usually, he can throw it and, like, boomerang it. Not, like, the, the hammer can go in all directions. Right. The first person to do that, like, I believe in the movies was, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Captain America did that before we saw Thor do it. And and when, you know, you see the hammer lift up, like... In Thor? In, in Endgame, in I'm Endgame. sorry. Yeah, in yeah. In Endgame, mm-hmm. when you see, like, I, I thought that was the Jane Foster moment. Because right. that was very, like, replicated of the comic where she first picks it up. Yeah. And then we kind of didn't get that moment. You didn't get it at all. She looks at the at the like you know, encapsulated Mjolnir, and then all of a sudden she's just there, looking yeah. cool as shit. But I like, thought that whole build up scene was amazing too, though. Yeah, like one of my favorite parts of the movie. Um, but yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, and 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 the mystery was gone right away too. Yeah, man, I agree. I think that they could have done a better job with both the characters. Not that I, I didn't I didn't hate Jane at all. She was great. Um, she looked cool in her armor, but Gore for sure. At the end of the day, you know, like he he's he's a good villain. You you see why he's doing what he's doing, yeah. especially when the film like wraps. You know what I mean? But like, uh, yeah, Gore Gore let me down because I just remember he was never scary. Yeah, he was never scary, and I just remember being terrified of Gore. Like reading the pages, and I'm like, oh, like Thor can't win. Right. Like genuine. And, and I never thought that this in like film. the shadow monsters were just kind of like, Bleh. yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I was like, right. I was like, okay. Like where's the, where's the infinity war entrance we got with Thor that can just, you know, lightning all that stuff up. Um, and then like, which goes to, okay. So let's go to Jane. We talked about Gore briefly, the Jane Foster stuff. Now, like, I feel like we got, so close to everything I love, like her intro <laughs> and all that. And even the love relationship that they had. Yeah. How'd you feel about the inclusion of Natalie Foster? Like her or Natalie Port Portman, Natalie Portman as Jane Foster, as Jane, Fo- I confused them, but how do you like the inclusion of her into the welcome back, you know, into the Thor franchise? I, it wasn't really a welcome back. I'm just going to spoil it they killed her, because yeah. they fucking killed her. Yeah. Which is, that how it ends up in the book? She dies, but also no, she doesn't. She becomes a Valkyrie. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. That's right. I do. Yes, she becomes a Valkyrie. Like the whole talking horse and her riding the horse as Thor. Just picture her uh, yeah. as a Valkyrie. Yeah. So it, look, man, if she ends up in Valhalla like she does in the in credit scenes, and yeah. there's a way for her to become a Valkyrie and return to Earth, great. They should use her. I love Natalie Portman. Yeah, I really do. But like to like. I almost thought they were going to like hand off the Thor role to her. I, I would have preferred that. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. And now, I mean, am, am I going to get the little girl as Thor? I don't know. Who's what's her name? What her is, name's Gore's daughter. Her, love. Yeah. Her <laughs> name is, is love. Color love. Right. Yeah. Also didn't hate. I don't hate that. Now 
Thor's gonna, uh, the foster dad or uncle or whatever to this little girl, and she's basically Thor-like. She has the power of eternity. Yeah, she yeah. Right. I guess I don't. I, I on my second rewatch, I didn't finish the movie. Like she's got the power of attorney. That's who. That's who he goes to, right? Is the yeah. big attorney, eternal eternity. Yeah. And she's able to wield Stormbreaker, Storm Chaser, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Yeah, yeah. Break them storms. Which well, I was like, okay, I guess you could bring her in as a Thor replacement. You can grow. You can cast somebody else as an older version of her, and she could become like the little Thor protege. But. I just thought it was going to be Jane and I was a little disappointed that it wasn't. Yeah. I was like, I was like, Oh, it just felt like, man, we were, it, I was really glad to see Natalie Portman back just cause I like Jane Foster and Jane Foster Thor is like my favorite comics. Like Marvel in the last, what I've read, uh, in the last decade of Marvel, it's my favorite thing Marvel's ever done because I just literally the mighty Thor. The Jane Foster Thor stuff is literally the best ever. They just have so many cool fight scenes in that book before before yeah. he realizes who she is. Like oh. they go to they beat the shit out of each other, and she it's is, so fun to read. And yeah. they didn't they didn't fight each other. It's, he was he, yeah. You you learned that it was Jane, and he learned that it was Jane right away. Yeah, she she I from behind the scenes, what I think I, a theory that made sense that I think is kind of true is she didn't want to wear the helmet. Oh, like. They had to CGI the helmet on, and oh. then they were like, oh, no. And then she was like, I don't want to wear that. So then she just didn't. You know, I think that's the quick out. Uh, okay. Yeah, that makes Wh- sense. Which checks out. And, like, in the comics, Jane, and I, going back to the broken shards thing, Jane's the only one, I thought, who could turn the hammer around and make it move in always, but they needed to give her a one-up, which was with the shards. You know what I mean? Where it's like she can maneuver the hammer in a way that Thor can't, which yeah. is cool. It makes her, like, special. Yeah, it was it, it it was super cool to watch on screen, and she like she was just awesome. And she's the mighty Thor. Yeah, she and like I don't know. I just and she was just she like didn't know what she was doing, so she just wanted to jump into everything and be the hero, you know? Yeah, which was cool. You know, she's just like I'll be right back, and she f- would fly off. Yeah, you know, she was oh man, I. But then looking, making her like when we see her and she's in chemo, I loved that part too. Yeah, I mean, that's something that they have to show, and they have to show her sick like that. I mean, it's the yeah. main driving factor in, you know, the scene with her and, like, her mom. You know, it's it was, you know, it's really, like, heartfelt. Yeah, I wanted to, like, at, like to your point with the 30 minutes, it's like I wanted to make those stakes larger because it felt like we were told that, you know, like, oh, you can't do this because it will kill you, whatever. And that's a thing in the comics, but it's, like, the buildup between, like, we needed a fight where she'd left – I need, I need her to leave chemo once to go do it, you know, to go in the battle. And then I need another fight where like, you know, yeah, she comes back and they're like, no, one. seriously, right. no, seriously. Like Jane, like I'm begging you. Cause it went to like, Oh, you can't do this one time. And, and then it's like, what? No. Yeah. It, like she had been doing it for years. Yeah. Yeah. I need, I need that because even in ugh, the comics were so good about it. Like we had eight solid issues of like, we don't know who this lady Thor is. And we all think it's like Thor's mom, or we think it's, you know, uh, what's her, Oh my gosh. Lady Sif. Yeah. Or like all these other people. And then it's like, we see Jane in her like hospital bed and it's just like everyone shrugs off. Like there's no way it could possibly be Jane. And then it's like, Oh, you find out that I'm Thor and it's killing me. It's killing me. It's keeping me alive. Yeah. But it's also killing me at the same time. Yeah. It's that was like, oh, exactly what I needed. But, you know, we didn't quite get that. And then we didn't get scary gore. That's what I need. Like just some stakes. Yeah, I, I agree. That's the one thing I think this movie was lacking. But then like there's so much. What was your favorite part? Because I think I think there was some 
you know, in, in the fourth film of a hero, I feel like it's hard to make it all we're, we're, us visualize things that he hasn't done before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he just, went, he just kept going back to the well of his, his, the stuff that he does, you know? Yeah. And like, there was too much guns and roses. Yeah. That was like, well, it was all guns and roses. Mm-hmm. I get it. Ragnarok had Led Zeppelin and it was at the correct moments, but it was just like guns and roses, guns and roses, guns and roses. Yeah. Guns. I was like, okay, enough with the music. Like I get it. I still had a good time. You mm-hmm. know, it's fun. Uh, one of the goofiest parts I th- I thought, but I like just found myself laughing at like the ridiculousness of it all was when he gave the kids the speech at the end and was like, I'm going to like, give you the power of Thor. And then all the kids became like a bunch of little mini Thors. Yeah. And it was just, it was so fucking silly to watch them, but I enjoyed, I enjoyed, enjoyed the hell out of it. Like I was yeah. just like, I don't give a shit. We're, oh, there we are. That was wonderful. Like it was, it was great. I actually like I feel like that's one of the main critiques where everyone's like, no, like that could never happen. No. Imbuing all those kids with the power of Thor was, I think one of the coolest, most original ideas I'd ever seen. And it wasn't like they were going at gore. They were just helping him fight like the little minions. Yeah. You know what I mean? And their eyes were all glowing and their, oh. it was, they were all doing the Thor jump, you know, like, yes, I, I, again, I was like in my brain, I'm like, this is so stupid, but I was just like sitting there smiling. Like, oh, yeah, this is great. I was so down with that. And it was so on brand with like Taika Waititi. And also like if we are receiving, you know, the message of the last movie that Asgard is a people, you know what I mean? And, and, and he is their king then to imbue his people with the same power, you know, it doesn't have to just be him. And that's kind of the theme of the movie. So like to give kids, it was very much Taika Waititi because he uses child actors all the time. Yeah. Uh, it, it was him, I think, as a father writing a film. And I think that that's what stuck in the, the emotional beats. You know? Yeah, and that was, I mean, that was the best part of the movie as well, was the ending when Gore's, you know, dying and Thor's just like, man, you got to choose love. Yeah. You know, like, do what you want. You want to end the world? You want, man. Like, I'm going to sit here and use my last seconds with Jane as she's dying, and I'm not going to give him to you. Yeah. So you can choose love or you you can't. And that was, that was, I liked, I, I really liked that a lot. And it made Gore kind of like, I've been doing this the whole time for my daughter and I'm still doing it for my daughter at the end. Yeah. Didn't know that she was just like, going to pop back to life, Yeah, <laughs> but that's what happened. That's, that's better. Yeah. You know? And I like that. And like, uh, I was going to ask as a father, did that resonate with you at yeah, all? Yeah. Like, more. Cause I'm like, I couldn't imagine, you know, with that, uh, you know, perspective. Yeah, for sure. And even the, even the opening scene with him wandering through the desert with her and her being thirsty and him just not knowing where to go with her. And like, I can't even imagine, you know, like the like heartbreak that he had to go through, like having to bury his daughter. Cause there was nothing that he could do to save her, you know? And like, it it was a good way to introduce him and like show why, you know, he sees his God and the God's like, fuck, fuck you human. Like, I'm not like, he's like, it was all for you. And he's like, nah, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Your daughter died. Yeah. You can see why he's like, well, fuck the gods. Yeah. And then I'm just like, I, I needed to hate that God more. You know what I mean? And I yeah, they, I made him goofy. they made him goofy. Yeah. It was a little too goofy. Yeah. And like, I need, so yeah. j- just, that's the other thing that I hated so much was Russell Crowe and the whole God scene. Oh, wow. Really? I fucking, he sounded like Mario from Super Mario Oh, I Mario loved Brothers. it. I hated it. I fucking, I, that scene could not be done soon enough. 
Oh, okay. I was just like, he was like, hey, it's me, Zeus. Hey, look at the me pizza pata. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Why is he? He's Italian? He's Greek. Zeus Ital- he that was a sound Greek. Greek. Yeah, he sounded great. Oh, bro, he sounded like Mario, dude. Oh, no. I was like, I was like off by it in the trailers, but then I realized, I'm like, oh, he's Greek. I mean, he's a Greek god. Yep, that checks out with me. He's just prancing around being a silly little silly little guy. I'm like, duh. I also thought they should have killed Korg in that scene. Like, I didn't like these. Like, oh, I'm just ahead now. Korg's my favorite part of the fucking entire franchise. Oh no, I thought I thought that would have been the best. I think you, when you're coming to too much like relief, I'm like, you should have you let him die. You should have let him die because that give him some sort of like motivation. Right. And yeah. Right. It would have been motivation, and you as an audience would have been like me. I've been like, oh Korg, man, I love you. Oh, he's dead. Bummer. And then they had his little face talking. Yeah. And like the. What I don't think it was CGI. It was like a little like puppet face. It just didn't look right talking. He was like um, his like lips were moving, and but it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> I was like, this is this is fucking silly. Straps get strapped onto the back of Valkyrie's head. I'm like, oh, boy. um, get out of here. You know, I did. I did like the idea that Zeus has a thunderbolt or like a lightning bolt. Yeah, because it's obviously not thunder, but he's like using the lightning. I thought that was like really cool. Like I was like, oh wow! Like what an interesting thing because I haven't seen that in the comics. But like to to use that, um, you can't have thunder without lightning. Of course. Well, he makes that joke to him too. Yeah. Well, he's that's like, I'm like, thunder. He's like, can't have thunder without lightning. Zip zap zibidoo. Oh my gosh! And then Thor freaking murking. I thought that was sick. I, I thought that part was sick. It was. Yeah. I was like, thank God, get Russell Crowe out of here. And then <laughs> okay, so then uh, here, dude. how do we feel about the post credit scene? Uh, yeah, that's great. Whatever, super cool. That's. I mean, you look at it. You look at the history and the comics between Hercules, Zeus's son, and Thor, where they're like enemies. Mm-hmm. You know, but not really. You know, that's a, you can set that up and make him be a bad guy who one day becomes an ally or an Avenger or whatever you want to do with it. Sure. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, Hercules, again, not the number one thing I wanted to see was uh, Beta Ray Bill. And that's the one thing, actually, I think this movie, and now at this point in the Thor franchise, they've let us down the most. I didn't even think about Beta Ray Bill and with how goofy that movie was to have him just show up and just be like a weird horse face Thor. Okay. Well, it's like, <laughs> just, it's have him at the God, where were they at? The God Zone. The God Zone. They're in the play zone. Mount Olympus. Orgy Zone for the gods, basically. Like, have him sitting there and, like, have him. He didn't have to be a main part of the movie. Maybe he could have helped him. He could have helped him. Well, this is the thing. Is like have a team up of Thor's. For me, when it comes to, like, opening the door to more than one person being able to wield the hammer. Yeah. Like, literally, he is the penultimate. Stormbreaker is his hammer. So, I guess the only, the optimism I could have had is, okay, wow, we have now left Stormbreaker. Someone's going to come back with it. It is going to be Beta Ray Bill. Mm-hmm. And like, I needed more than Hercules. I'm like, okay, it's good that like there are ramifications for killing Zeus or like murking him. Yeah. You know? He was all right. Pick up Stormbreaker though. Like, give me that post post credit scene like that. I mean, hey, they could have even just injected him in the movie. They could have killed Korg. And mm-hmm. the one that naturally came to help him some way in that Mount Olympus scene could have some way or the other been him. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of things they could have done differently. Yeah, it's okay. I'm like, I'm like, whatever. I just think now that we are going to see him in a guardian, I think he's going to be in the next Guardians movie. I genuinely because Thor finds him in space. That's why. I'm sure. Like, okay. And like, he has the powers of Thor because he's able to wield me on it, and that's how he gets his old look. Anyways, I'm just like, that's the one thing. I'm like, guys, this is like 
I'm so disappointed. We've seen so many. We've seen Throg more recently than we've ever seen Beta Ray Bill. Yeah. And that's unacceptable. I could have used a little more Guardians in that movie. Oh, I was going to ask. Yeah. yeah. Is that? I, I could have. I was, uh, I was like, funny I'm though. Okay I, I think they might not have like didn't look like Chris Pratt was tra- on his training ske- schedule oh, regimen. Yeah, like there, there's Chris Hemsworth looking all like jacked, and then it was Chris Hemsworth looking like he was maybe not as jacked. He's just wearing his little coat, looking kind of disheveled. Yeah, yeah. I was like, but I mean, I, I I'm not mad at him because if you're not training for a Guardians movie, like you don't want to put your body. Have you ever seen the like training schedule that Chris Hemsworth puts himself through? Oh, that guy is a madman. He's a madman and. I I saw his trainer like kind of he was telling people like hey what we do is not sustainable like the the workout that I put him through and the the um dehydration that I got to put him through before a scene oh yeah is insane people don't look like this like oh. so just don't feel bad that you don't look like Thor he's a god we have to try to make him look like that so yeah and they've had the CGI like there's a Vanity Fair like scene breakdown Taika did the elevator scene in, in Ragnarok when him and Loki are going yeah. through that. Mm-hmm. They had to CGI his muscles down because it's literally like, so they're changing those things all the time. Yeah. I uh, mean, they did show him naked. That was my favorite. He was pretty ripped. I loved that. That was, it was pretty funny. It was like, but it was, again, again, he had a Loki tattoo on his back. Oh, dude. that was too, that was perfect. You're not down. Even it's just so silly. Loki's still alive. It was it was good. It I'm was like, so silly. And the other scene too is when he did the jump splits at the beginning to stop those two that was motorbikes. A I was like, oh Jean Claude Jean Claude Van Damme, like get the fuck out of here. This That's so funny. Okay, but, but like it doesn't matter. All that being said, like if you go and watch the movie and expect to have a fun time, the movie is a fun time. It's just silly. It's oh, just a bunch of silly shit. Not even close to the worst Marvel movie. No, at all. no, no. It's and, a it's a fun watch. Yeah, everyone wants to wants to like bash this movie and i'm like no it is not that bad like it's not bad at all it's 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 totally fun i had a great time watching it expected too much wanting ragnarok and just kind of getting more instead of like a newer updated version of ragnarok i just got a lot of the same thing that he did in that movie which was there ain't nothing wrong with that yeah I think, and, and this is the thing too, I think Taika Waititi is like, all of his sets, like all of his crew, really likes their jobs there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I really appreciate that. Uh, I And I really want to say, I didn't get to mention earlier, my favorite moment, get yours ready, um, my favorite I moment. Already, I already said it. Oh, well, just get it ready again. Little kids. It's the uh, black and white planet scene. Oh man, what a striking like contrast from the entire movie, right? That is I thought that was such an amazing choice. Especially since they were in the galaxy watching like space dolphins swim around. Yeah. And it was all colorful and like galaxy and then it went to that. Yeah. And and it was I don't know how he shot that, but it wasn't quite black and white. Yeah. I mean, there were the color pops, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it was like this weird tone that he used. It was gene. It was great. It, that's when the movie got. That's the only time the movie got serious. Was when they went there. It turned black and white, and then you know the last twenty minutes was a serious, more serious tone than the funny shit that had come before. Yeah, I thought the black and white scene was like that was what. I'm like, it impressed me so much because you feel like there are not a lot of boxes that can be broken, but to make that decision. Uh, I, I thought it was so cool. And it shows like how cool the lightning is, you know, and or, or how cool like Thor's powers can be. Cause like that color contrast, I loved that. Yeah. And I really wanted like the lightning props. bolt, the actual lightning that he was throwing. Yeah. Mjolnir was glowing. It was, it was, it was cool. You're right. Um, yes. Yeah, so 
What was your favorite moment again? Dude, the kids. I love the kids. Oh, I didn't think that was your favorite. I just thought you really uh, liked it. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I like that. I, like I said, it was, I shouldn't have liked it as much as I did, but I did. And then the, the end of the movie, I thought they wrapped it up. They, they wrapped it good. They, I mean, they gave Gore like a good, like, I mean, I wish he wasn't like toast and they could use him somewhere else, but it is what it is. You know? Yeah. And no. they also killed Jane and okay. It is what it is. Okay. And now favorite character. Whatever. Um, I mean, I always like Taika is, is Korg because he's just, he's, he's funny without having to like really force it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where sometimes it feels like Thor's humor has got to be more, more forced. Uh, but I mean, probably I, I watching the movie, probably Jane. Yeah. Jane was my favorite as you well. Know? I literally love her and I loved, I just, her i got a poster of her like costume and stuff like it's 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 a it shows like the helmet and everything but i like thought her costume was so freaking cool yeah i thought she was awesome so and then he changes his costume to look like her yeah oh it was freaking (laughs) sick and like all of her her whole arc is like my favorite ever so just to see it realized was very special yeah and even like the um the the funny montage of their relationship that you never got to see. I loved that. Yeah, yeah. It was great. It w- again, it was silly, but like silly for like an okay reason. You got to you got to show what their relationship was, and they're just hanging out doing normal people stuff. Yeah, it was also grounded. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. It was, it was totally grounded. like yeah. we. I'm sure everyone's seen or experienced, you know, that kind of relationship. Yeah, uh, you know, highs and lows. Yeah, and <laughs> absolutely, like you know your partner is going off to work and you, you, you know, you stop, you start to grow apart. He's obviously flying around on the Bifrost, but yeah. like same thing, yeah. you know, same story. Um, so silly, but I, that montage was good. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Last question. Ringing out of 10. What is this? What does this sit out of 10? Um, I'll go seven. Yeah. I think I'm going to give it a 7.1 okay 7.1 7.2 i give a lot of those out you just gotta be right above me it's not a 7.5 though gotta be right above me did you like it better than multiverse of madness i don't know i i think i might have given that one a six ish i don't remember what i rated that but i don't remember it either but i don't i don't think i liked it more uh than multiverse of madness but i do think that it was it was it was very different yeah, it. I just. I'm. I'm just concerned where they're just go, where they're going. I don't know. I. Like, I where, think, you know, like what's going on here. We're gonna see how it all ties together. It's. It's also like you're allowed because if it's gonna go secret wars, you know, they're all gonna come back to the middle and like figure that out. I think at least. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, all right. So Jesse, thank you so much for coming on the Cameron's Comics Pod today. Um, talking Thor. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Make sure everyone, listeners, go clobber those like and subscribe buttons if you're listening on youtube and uh like and subscribe leave us a comment we'll read it on the show um thank you jesse we'll see you next time bye bye